Welcome to the Aturbis post-race podcast from Matali Basin. Looking back, there are some really funny conversations here. Uh, check out the one with Tom Grimshaw, where uh, the actual podcast was bombed by uh, Roger Harvey and Tim Geyser. So um, enjoy. I'm here with Rowan van der Moosdijk. 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 Yes. How can I still not get that? I mean, how many GPs is this? Yeah. I'm glad you're here to correct me. Yeah. So, um, today, speed was good. Are you a little bit sad that it's your last MX2 race? Speed was good all weekend. Um, I had fastest time in time practice. I think it was one of the only one of the only ones this year. So, speed was there all, all weekend. Um, today didn't have the best the best starts um, but luckily I could sneak around like the first few turns and I was fifth sixth but it was difficult to pass so um, yeah that was for everybody I think when you see uh, the whole day um, but yeah I, I'm a bit uh, emotional to finish it I wanted to finish it in a better way but unfortunately unfortunately I had no front break so um, but um, yeah it's been a great two years with, with Nestan and um, I'm a bit emotional to, to leave them yeah so um, so ne- obviously next year is a big change for you yes you're going to be going on to um, the MXGP bike yeah what are you going to do yourself to prepare oh, uh, a lot of hours um, with the team it's a new new bike for me of course so uh, hopefully have a good winter and uh, yeah I think the roost will be bad next year. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the first thing you're going to be checking out is a, a roost protector. Yes, I think uh, so. That's going to be I've number one some, priority. I've heard some things from Jeffrey that he's like fully with foam and everything. So I have to ask him maybe... Uh, some, some foam tips. Some foam tips. <laughs> I like that. Um, looking back at your career, obviously, the uh, MX250 went very well for yeah. you. Um, and then MX2, you didn't quite get the title like nope. in that podium like not, not podium as in GPs but podium as in finishing the top three yeah sure is that something that you're kind of going to look back and regret or do you think do you know what it's, that was a good learning curve for me and MXGP is where I can do what uh, I need to do I wanted to be more uh, how do you say that I wanted to be a better MX2 rider like a full season without injuries um, of course my weight isn't uh, ideal compared to let's say Sasha Kunin or yeah. that's maybe 15 kilos uh, but that's also not an excuse uh, I've had some some GP podiums uh, a motor win but I wanted to be more consistent and have a better championship finish than I think my best was a 7th and that was the best uh, that was my first year in MX2 yeah. uh, in the corona time and, uh, and after that it was just injuries and yeah didn't have a complete MX2 season, so it's a bit of a regret here, I think. I mean, going back to the start of the year, you know, we're talking about injuries, and you, you were basically on the bike for two weeks. Yeah, I remember. But you've managed to keep it together. Yeah. And to complete the season, um, you know, even I missed a few rounds. Huh? You did miss a few <laughs> rounds, but at the same time, it was kind of, it felt like a more complete season for you. Yeah. In general, yes. Um, last year I had a way bigger injury. Now it was just a collarbone. Um, but this year it happened on a. Uh, I was in best shape I felt from in the whole season, and then I uh, had a collarbone injury. 
so that was really unfortunate because then I was I think fifth in the championship uh, closing in fourth and just yeah, I was just really uh, having the, I think the best rides from my whole MX2 career so that was unfortunately that uh, that I had an injury in uh, in Lockett so so um we're not allowed to announce the team yet are we uh, it's not official yet, but I think many people will know already. Okay. Um, yeah. So we won't say it on uh, on, on for a podcast. So. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll wait. So uh, Rowan is laughing right now. I know you're not going to be able to see this, but he's laughing right now. So um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it, although it might not have um, reached your expectations, yeah. but there has been some very, very good rides in MX2. Yeah. What do you think you're going to have to change? Um, regarding MXGP, how do you think you're gonna you're gonna have to change yourself? Uh, right without injuries, <laughs> that's the first thing. No, <laughs> um, I just want to have a good winter pre- uh, preparations, getting to know the bike, the team. Um, I think that will be the main goal, um, and be yeah, be more fit, more physical, all those kind of small things. But I think I'm a better. MSGP rider because of my weight and everything so but that we, we need to see in the future when I've spoken to other guys as well when they're going from this this transition it, a lot of them have already been riding a 450 yeah. and the first thing they're telling me is that um, they're not having to push so much yeah. where we do you feel like again because of obviously you're, you're quite a tall guy I mean I'm massive but yeah. you're like obviously <laughs> a lot bigger <laughs> but um, obviously because you're, you're taller um, uh, you're, you're like you say you're bigger than a lot of the, the young kids which are coming through yeah. You have to push more, I guess. Yes, that's true. Um, and, and that that's brings maybe, mistakes. Yes, and risks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if I look to the MXGP races, I watched uh, the final race of the season now, just now, and it looks so calm. Um, everybody settles and then they try. And uh, I think in MX2 it's a bit more aggressive. And But I will, I will find it out in a few months, I think. So have you uh, had a chance to ride the 450 much yet? Not much yet. Uh, actually, I rode a few uh, rides on the 450 Husky. Yeah. Um, I did a race in, in Belgium. Uh, that was a bit too quick because uh, that didn't go so well. But uh, <laughs> I've rode a few a few times and um, I think it will suit me. Uh, cool. Well, we're uh, already look, looking forward to seeing you on the line next year in MXG. Thanks, Good luck. Thank you. So... I'm here with uh, Ivo Monticelli, uh, fresh from uh, his first British season. Will it be your last British season? Is it the weather that's putting you off? Uh, yeah, definitely the weather is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, I get a really good experience. Uh, so different than GP, track and team and uh, how they, the timetable on the, on the race, you know, is everything different. So was good to say I think you need some experience to be uh, also in this championship because uh, track are uh, much smaller and uh, tight tight turn and uh, there's many ruts more than GP it's more rough than GP but uh, quite less bumpy so it's completely different it's a so small bump and yes you have big bump and much more speed and uh, I was struggled many race then uh, after the injury uh, especially after the injury and but yeah it's good experience I take like uh, yeah like I say experience and uh, looking for uh, for the future hope to be back on GP still don't know but uh, normally uh, maybe next week uh, I'll show something around. yeah yeah 
and uh, then uh, yeah who knows so that's the that's the plan going forward is trying to get back into racing MXGP full time yeah I you know I, I would like I prefer I, I for my like uh, style uh, I prefer like GP track yeah than English and for sure the visibility for sponsor because I have private sponsor behind they are even more happy and uh, uh, you know it's like uh, I'm 29 uh, I'm not anymore young so I take everything like uh, with more uh, control and things but uh, yeah GP is definitely I, I love more than do the British so no, that's good brilliant thanks for your time Hugo you're welcome Ben Watson Jervis Post Race Podcast great to have you here um, this season how's it gone? yeah it's been it's been very up and down a bit mixed um, I've enjoyed it that's been like a big thing um, what I was focused on in the beginning of the season so tried to just find that fun back in the racing because last year was was one of the most difficult seasons not only from like results wise but to to enjoy what I was doing so now on, on that side I'm I'm really happy and like even now I'm already looking forward to you know the nations having a little break and just getting back to it because it's it's some races I've kind of come off and I've thought ah oh, like if I'd have just done this or I'd have just done this like there's there's a lot of room for improvement and I've just been kind of on that brink of the top 10 a lot this year and I feel like with just a couple of improvements in myself and together with the team with the bike um, we can just be consistently breaking that top 10 so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to that and I feel like this season's just been a big rebuilding year um, learning the new bike new team new atmosphere and yeah getting getting ready again for already a new season well for me as a media guy uh, or a supposed media guy I mean I'm trying my best but um, <laughs> this time last year we were still in Turkey yeah. and I can just remember you walking back and you're just like you kind of looked at me and I said you good and you're just like I'm kind of fucking over it yeah and um, I could tell by your face and probably not a good time to do a podcast nah. so um, for me it's nice to see you sort of bounce back this year and I think it's quite right what yeah. you said you kind of needed to press the reset button and get that enjoyment back was that yeah. something that you said to yourself at the start of the year yeah 100% that was like the main focus um, was just to, to enjoy what I was doing again because honestly like last year was like serious work it just felt so heavy and well, I mean this is our job racing a bike is what we do for a living but at the same time like it's something that you need to enjoy if you want to be good and uh, I was missing a lot last year like yeah Turkey when I came over the line I was like man get me home I didn't even didn't even know what I was going to do next season and and really what was next for me I just went home went on holiday with my girlfriend and just like just switched off and uh, it was actually when I was on holiday that the MRT beta team called me and they said yeah this is what we think could be good for you because you know less pressure and just you know a family atmosphere just to try and rebuild again so they said yeah come and try the bike when you when you want and uh, yeah see how it is so that's where it started really so let's talk about the bike because when you first got on the bike at the start of the year how much of an improvement has it been to get to the end of the year because you were under no expectations like this is not like a production bike this is available for sale this is a, a factory beta bike which is a small you've already told me a small team small group of people that are trying their best to 
um, give you what you need but it, it's not like they've got a big conveyor belt of no you know manufacturing that they can just do things no and their background is obviously coming from Enduro and Trials so in motocross we're just lacking a little bit of experience at the moment but that's what time brings um, we're learning every single race new things and they're working hard behind the scenes um, but you know comparing Beta to other other brands is also you know a small family run business let's say um, you speak with the complete owner of the company um, the managers and it's just you have a real direct relationship with those guys so this is really nice because you have any small problems or <clears throat> you know you want something changing it, it happens normally quite quickly because it's it's just direct um, and I've spent a lot of time in Italy with the team because <clears throat> that's where they're based that's where Beat is from so um, yeah it's been for testing quite easy but again everything takes time it's it's a slow process and with so many races every single weekend almost um to really try parts <clears throat> you know you need to focus on your recovery in between races and then training and you can't only be trying to test and bringing new things because you know even on one point you might get lost um, <laughs> yeah. so no i was focused on on myself and my riding as well as you know trying to find new things with the team so Towards the end, we've definitely built a stronger package, but um, no, we still we still have a lot of work to do. But what about you as a person? Do you think it's made you a better? <coughs> do you think it's made you a better test rider? Um, a test rider, yeah. As in sort of it, getting more out of the bike. Yeah. Sorry, not a test rider, but get like being able to obviously because it's a new bike and you're trying to improve it. Yeah. And the input that you give, it gives you a greater output. Yeah, if I you mean, get it right. I mean, I've needed to think about what I want and think really on the bike like what's missing or what's what's a strong point because previously I've rode for you know um, factory teams where it's everything's on on the table and it's like do you want this one this one or this one and then you know you go out and within a few laps you feel like this one's better and that's you reach your you know what what you want yeah. really easily that way whereas we're here trying to to develop something that's actually going to come out you know to the public yeah um beaters still don't make a real motocross bike yeah the four stroke 450 so <clears throat> yeah it's just a, a process which i'm heavily involved in let's say so yeah no i like it i mean you're kind of writing history at the moment because when you look at what's coming into mxgp in the future with triumph i mean they're going to be going through some similar issues. I mean, they've develop, been developing a bike before, behind the scenes for four years, but Peter are kind of developing the bike on the track for four years. Yeah, I feel like um, Peter have brought it straight to the track um, and we're developing it, you know, weekend by weekend. Um, those guys have maybe just decided to keep it all behind scenes and then come out swinging when they think that you've, you know, got a race winning bike. But that's just different ways and I feel like it's good that we're here every weekend and we're giving it all. We're showing that we you know we want to be the best and we, we want to bring something really good to the public. So yeah, it's different ways of working and like I've said previously, you know, with different teams I've worked with, some I've worked better with than others and it's just because yeah, not everyone works the same. Yeah. So like out of the last sort of few years, do you feel like um like this team's really suited what you've needed right now? Um, yeah, definitely after last season. Um, if you'd have spoke to me a couple of years ago, then then I'd have had a different answer. Yeah. But after last year, honestly, it was it was like I was prepared to just go home and take some time out, like to, to not even ride a bike for a long time. So it's just how it is. And no, I'm I wouldn't 
have changed my decision of coming here with Beta. You know, now we're standing here with the first season done together, finished. Yeah. And going forward, what's the plan? Um, <clears throat> obviously, we have the Nations now. So, yep. two weeks we're still going to be um, preparing and training like normal. I'll stay here now a couple of days to sit home. I'll head back to Belgium, do a one, two days ride in there, and then early next week, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, we do some riding together with Comrade and Josh. Um, just as a bit of a group group building, just do some riding together before the event. Group hug? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with the, both riders. So. That's good. But, um, and then, obviously, after Nations, I'll just take some time off. Um, three, four weeks just at home with the family. I haven't yep. spent a lot of time here at all, so that'll be nice. And then, um, yeah, probably straight to Italy just to start with pre-season training. More develop, trying to find improvements with the bike rather than, than heavy training because, yeah, we know it's always a long season and then January's kind of the time where we really put the hours in on the bike. So we're just trying to find small pieces, slowly build back into it, ready for a, a solid January, I think. It was, uh, it was always a two-year contract, was it, was it with an option of a, a year? Was that right? It was uh, just two years contract, two years yeah. Contract, okay. yeah. So um, here again next year, same again. And then, yeah, we'll see what the future brings after that. I mean, it must be quite nice in a way, Ben, that you already know what, what's happening next year. Yeah. So it's like you haven't got to worry about, have I got a contract, have I, what, what, what am I doing? Because there's a lot of writers here who still haven't got a clue about next yeah, year. Yeah, no, definitely, that's, that's a big thing. And... Um, it was something that affected me a little bit all through my 450 career because my first year in 450s I had that same feeling of what's happening next year and I waited until the very end of the season and then um, I, I got a great opportunity and then it was the same again you know I was having a, a real rough year and yeah what, what am I doing again next year so um, this year has been nice to know that you know there's no pressure in that way um, and, and that you know we're going to keep the same family around me and keep keep going together for a following year what's it what's it actually like for riders because we've i've i've watched some mx2 riders that um have really kind of struggled under pressure um with not knowing about what's coming next especially when they're going up to msgp class how does that feel as a rider it's a lot heavier than you think because in this sport it's like one or two bad weekends just at the wrong period can affect your whole future like literally I mean you can you can have a f- like me and my final year of MXC I, I had uh, six from the seven races I think it was where I was on the podium I had two GP wins and then it was like bam the factory fourth contract was just there on the table for me so I had some real solid results just on a good time but if it was the, if it was if I was in that situation but the results were opposite you know where I was having a, a real rough patch yeah I don't know you know where I would have been or what my position where I would be now even so it's it is heavy and you are thinking about that a lot because you know people only remember you for your last race exactly they don't remember like no the, no. Like the electrifying uh results no, no. last year of mx2 no no it's it's not like that i mean the pace is also so high and there's there's so many talented good strong riders that yeah no we'll, we'll go with this one and it's just like bam you can be out of it so quickly i mean th- this year in mxgp there's been pretty much the top 12 are podium riders yeah so when you say like i'm you know you're the, the goal is to come in the top 10 like you're, you're competing against riders that can podium yeah like it's strange i mean Ferrato won the qualifying race last week and then yesterday I was battling with him in the qualifying race and it's like 
we was battling for uh, 11th, 12th, 13th, and it's like, man, it's you just see some names on the top, which was uh, on the podium the week before, and it's like, yeah, there, there is so many, so many riders which have the potential to not only win but just, yeah, be there like every weekend. Well, um, you've had a well-deserved uh, two-week rest before the uh, Nations and yeah. uh, get yourself in a top-notch because I'm sure everybody in England is going to be rooting for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure everyone will uh, have their opinions and I know there's a lot of uh, really good supporters from the UK so we'll go there and we'll do our best without a doubt. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it is. I think we could come in as uh, underdogs, really. In the Nations, yeah. you never know what's going to happen takes only one bad result from one country and then someone else it's it's uh, the score sheet changes very quickly at the nation so yeah. i think we have three consistent riders so let's see how it goes yeah. good luck Thank you. Uh, welcome to the atrivious post-race podcast uh with me is none other than uh the awesome calvin vlander and calvin it's been a good year are you pleased yeah. I'm pleased for you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah, I'm pleased, I'm pleased. It's uh, been a solid year, really solid. Like a consistent year. Almost every single round in the top ten. Um, a lot of top fives. Just a yeah, very, very consistent year. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased, but I know that, you know, once you... You know, in the beginning of the season, I got a few top fives. I was happy. I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? You know, I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for the next step. I want to get a podium. I want to get some race wins. I got a race win in Lockett, which was cool. Uh, I wanted more. You know, it's always like you want more all the time. So I'm pleased in one way, but uh, in another way, I still feel like I... You know, I want to take one. You know, I want to be better all the time. So, um, anyway, I'm I'm happy with my season. Uh, people forget that I'm still on a pretty much standard bike, uh, privateer privateer team, um, and we're battling with fa- factory guys, which is pretty cool. And you got that motor win. And I got a motor win, yeah. So two years, two motor wins. I mean, me from the outside, and I'm two, not being uh, three motor wins. Three motor wins. For me from the outside, and obviously, I'm not biased. But um, I think, you know, as I've always said, I think you've always done enough to, to qualify for, for that factory ride. And we've, you know, speaking to a lot of riders, that top 12, mm. all of them can podium. But obviously, you now got three wins under your belt. Um, a consistent, you know, consistent top 10 rider, but predominantly really around that fight, top five. Is, we, do we have news? Do we have news of that, that factoriness happening? Nah, we don't have news. Um, it is my last race with the, with the Gabon team. Uh, this weekend was my final GP with them. Um, that is official, um, but my next step is not yet um, official, okay. and we will find out hopefully in the next coming days or week. Um, yeah. I think before the nations, we should know a little bit more, or you guys should know a little bit more. I already know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm yeah, I'm super excited. I'm really excited. Um, and by the look on his face, people, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I can't say too much about <laughs> it yet. <laughs> um, Oh, I, I don't know where to go with that one now, but um, from from uh, from your point of view, is there areas that you feel like you can improve? Uh, mentally, I'm number one. I think mentally, I just need to improve. I need to believe in myself a little bit more. Um, I think um, that will come with with a you know a good structure behind me and good people around me. Um, so I think I remember when I was in, in factory Honda. Um, I never, never doubted myself. Never, I always believed in myself, and I think that also comes from the people around you, the team around you. Um, so I think this will help a lot. 
practice a whole lot and uh, my starts my starts need to improve I'm definitely you know coming into the season I wanted to be a top five guy um, consistently there every weekend I'm sh- I've shown that I've done that you know I'm there every single weekend um, fighting for that top top five place um, and I'm six in the championship my goal was to be top five so I just missed out on my on my goal um, so yeah I think um, we're not far off of where the top where my, my my goal is to be fighting for the title and to be world champion one day and I need to you know keep on taking small steps to get there I, I've taken small steps the last four years to get to where I am now um, if I look back I've done some some great things in the last four years but now I'm ready to take that next little step and uh, to be one of those guys you know yeah um, you know those those big names I want to be one of those big names I'm still not there yet at the moment I'm still the best of the rest let's say um i'm kind of in the middle between those 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 first few and uh you know after me um so yeah i think um some small little things need to change um but just continue doing what i'm doing you know i'm taking steps each year in the right direction um yeah i'm not i'm I'm keeping i'm i keep improving each year and that's what i want to do but uh We've always talked about what that special source is when everything goes right and the planets align and you take those motor wins. But sometimes, and you've just mentioned it mentally, but like you, you just like said to yourself, I'm the best of the rest. But sometimes, do you think it's a mental thing where you where you have to say to yourself, I am the best and I want to be the best. And I, you know, when you're lining up, is, is that like a mental shift that you're going to need to, 100%, 100%, to look at? Yeah, yeah it's uh, definitely something that I'd, I need to work on in the, in the winter. I don't know how I'm going to work on it. <laughs> But I'm going to speak to the people around me and try to to figure it out. Um, like I like I said, I'm the best at rest. When any of the guys behind me, uh, I think I'm faster than them or in front of me. I can pass them no problem. As soon as the big names come in front of me, I'm like, oh, they have good speed. I'm going to follow them and see their rhythm, see their line. Whereas I'm I'm better than them. I can pass them, you know. Yeah. And that's just some mentally that something needs to change and um, something that I'm I'm aware of it and I'm trying to to figure it out. Um, I think that's step one. Well, I got, I've actually got a plan, which you might like. Okay. Because I'm quite a positive you have, person. You have a lot of plans. Yeah, so I've got a lot of plans, and I'm quite a positive person, and I, I believe in positive reinforcement. So I'm going to come over for a couple of months, hang out with you, and just tell you how great you are every day. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my girlfriend tells me how great I am every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Hey, mate, I, I just want to say uh, from me and MX Vice and, and everybody that listens, thanks so much for your time this year because uh, you're a bit of a fan favourite. So, um, you know, everybody always looks forward to listening to you on the podcast and stuff like that. So like, we get lots of messages like wishing you well and, oh, nice. and getting you back nice on, which is really cool. So keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. 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 I'm here with uh, Mattia Guadagini and uh, he's limping quite bad. <laughs> so let's talk for the limp. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, yeah, not not the the comeback that I was expecting <laughs> after the already three months off. Uh, I was I, I was it, it was nice at least to 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 try to racing and <laughs> it's not what we we're doing now. So yeah, uh, I ate pretty bad the leg in uh, Saturday in Majora, and I was trying to survive uh, Sunday in Majora and. Uh, and yesterday also, but yet yeah, this morning I woke up and it was already feeling uh, worse. So it was not getting better today. So yeah, it was really painful to ride, and uh, it's like this. Uh, it's part of the job. 
and uh, yeah, that, that's when we didn't have <laughs> so much luck this year. <laughs> so we we hope for a better next year. <laughs> but you're still smiling, which I love. And um, yeah. <laughs> there was some great results. You know, going up to France, the forum was so good. Like yeah. you seem to be, and, and it's a real shame because it really did put a, a bit of a. A stop on your progress this year because up to that point it looked like you were going to start challenging regularly those top fives and then to get the podium yeah exactly so it was it was getting better and better every weekend putting together all the things and uh, I was having a really good feeling on the bike uh, really motivated to to be better and uh, yeah it was getting closer to that podium then in Spain I uh, got it so I was also really, really happy about it. So it got me an extra motivation to... It was feeling good in the training. Everything was working good. And uh, yeah, then France, uh, it was a bit scary all the weekend because the track was really sketchy. And then, yeah, a uh, few laps to go in second race. I uh, wasn't pushing too much. It was just like, <sighs> lost the bike. And then... Uh, yeah, from one moment to another, you find yourself on the ground, and uh, it was was long time at home, more than three months out. out so, tried my best to to be back as soon as possible. Worked really hard, and um, I, was, I went back in Turkey. So there was was already feeling good, and uh, of course didn't have the the, the training, but uh, I was third uh, almost all the first model. So wasn't that far away from be back and uh, yeah then just Majora stop again so uh, we will try our best for the nation and then focus on next year so um, so how health wise is it literally just going to be uh, getting yourself back to uh, full strength and then go again yeah for sure I need I need some time to to get a full recovery from the arm first and the shoulder and uh, and then yeah also the leg now so need need some time of course to to be back 100% and then we we start 100% healthy and then start training uh, and keep start building from from a good base so i think first we need to to be back uh, healthy and then then we start from zero so with uh some yeah we we will see and uh, i'm really motivated for next year i think i'll learn a lot this two half season <laughs> I, I did once one full season in the mxgp now half last year and half this year so <laughs> i was gonna say to you um like with your brief time in in mxgp what do you think has been the biggest learning curve yeah it's uh, also like today uh it's like they're all pushing 100% every weekend, all the motor till the end. So it's not so easy when you're not 100% uh, healthy and uh, trained. So you need to also understand yourself and not pushing too much because it's really easy to, to get injured. So uh, you really need to find the balance. And of course, you need to be more fit as possible to compete with these fast riders and uh, they all have so much experience so you need to be 100% every weekend and it's not so easy but we're working on it so yeah uh, of course you need so much work and uh, we try to, to put everything together and building 
better season for next year. Also, like this year was uh, of course better than than last one, but still not enough. So <laughs> we are learning and uh, we're trying our best for for the next one. That's cool. It's always good to see you with a smile on your face, rest up, buddy, and um, we'll see you soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Cheers, buddy. Hey, see you. How is uh, Astro Club? <laughs> Welcome to the Atrevis Post Race Podcast, and uh, one of the uh, the key English guys giving it a go in MXGP, Tom Grimshaw. Tom, that's freaking hard out there, isn't it? Brutal today, really did. I got a bit, I think, overconfident because I had such a good day yesterday when the track was a bit smoother um, and I was just flowing really well. And it was like saying, because it was the first day, you're feeling good and everything. But came into today, I woke up this morning, I was a bit sore. <laughs> And then warm up went well, and then the races just yeah, I couldn't believe just how much chop there was. It was just constant, and then you got to the jumps, and then you, know, you get more chop with the ruts and everything. Don't get me wrong, the track was perfect, it's always good here, but it was just with the body and everything in the two day format again. I just need to get a little bit stronger on the 450, and that's something I need to build on for next year, really. It is a, it is a learning curve. I mean, when I I was kind of excited about you going into MXGP because I just thought, with your size, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but you're, you're a big guy, you're tall, um, and, and I just felt that you, you lent yourself better to a 450 than you did with an MX2. With an MX2, you, it seemed that you had to push a lot more than you did yeah. with, uh, obviously, the 450. The 450, you, you look a lot smoother. Yeah. Um, what's, what do you think you know to improve going forward? I... I need to basically I need to work on my endurance definitely because that's the thing I'm I, I like to think being a PT and everything I've got a bit of knowledge on it but it's riding the 450 it ties you out so much quicker and that was the thing this year of just like the races how the tracks get gnarly it was no problem on the 250 but that year this year with just that extra bit of power just does take it out of me so for next year conditioning is going to get a bit better um, and just also just Oh, you've got to loosen up a bit, have you? Yeah. Is this an interview with you? Yeah, this is yeah. an interview. Roger Harvey from HRC. When yes. is Tom Grimshaw's contract coming? Um, it's got a meeting just, week, yeah, we? we're talking about it. Yeah. But like, it's, hey, I've got somebody, like, somebody oh. else to meet. He's you, after your oh, job. We were just saying, um, <laughs> we're, we're live on an interview with Roger Harvey and Tim... <laughs> And you want to know when the Tom Grimshaw, we want to know when the HRC contract comes in. Are you ready to meet Tom, your new teammate? You're not retiring yet, are you? No, he's going to stay on, so you'll have to wait. Damn it! This is so close. Can we have Honda PR guy? David, what do you think? He's not retiring. He's not retiring, okay. Can I get in? Yeah, yeah. No, they're putting me in. I'm still recording. And until Tim looks. All right. Oh, talk about jumping on our pocket. Oh, One friggin' Roger Harvey. It's like, come on. Well, we're still recording, so Tom, let's um, carry on with this. We were talking about before we were... Oh, he's back. He's back. So, uh, so Roger, you just what? heard it. It was just sorted out, wasn't it? Yeah, so it we're, we're saying... He isn't retiring, so he can't have a contract. No, but what we're going to do is we're thinking that Tom's a really good number two. Uh, so right. I know you've got Ruben, but Ruben's you need a little bit of Englishness in there. Yeah. I mean, you're the last English person at HRC. I think I'm the last English person. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, if, uh, what do you think of Tom's performance today, Roger? Yeah, you were looking. Good, no, but like you, you, you look, you see, you're learning, man. Yeah, and you have it's to just be deep here. in there. Right. And like she was fast today. Yeah. 
She was exceptionally fast. Yeah. So difficult to pass. Didn't come rutty and deep and rough enough. So yeah, you've got to keep plugging at it, so. There we go, he's right. One day we might get you on a good bike and then you'll be flying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you carry on riding test, with that. Test ride? Right? Test ride? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, if you need a good PR guy for, for Tom, I'm there. Right, are you there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We come as a team. Yeah, so we come as a team. <laughs> Cut a lot of that out. No, I'm not. I'm keeping it in. <laughs> See you later, Rog. It's quite bad though, he's just gone against everything I just said. I just said it was like quite choppy today, I thought it was quite but no, it's like I said, we I need to get a little bit stronger for next year. Yeah. And again, that's just good good off season. Um, with the knowledge I've learned this year and again just doing the GPs, I've learned so much this weekend. So I'm gonna looking forward. That was my last race this year, so little break and then we we're, we're back into it for twenty four. So yeah. So we talked a little bit about yesterday and um try and explain how fast these guys how fast these guys are in the depth of this class because we've been um, talking about this for a long time to say you're 27th in the world actually freaking means you're 27th in the world so when you finish this race and you're 27th that's something to be proud of well yeah well, I've got my best results today I've got 22nd and a 21st so I actually done better this weekend alright there's a few people missing and stuff like that but I can only race people that are here but it's it's hard because like I had a few, a few of my friends came to watch today and they're going who I ride with and they're like I can't believe it like you're really fast but then they're just that much quicker than you like and it's just like yeah but it's just I it really is like my dad dissects it for me it's like it's little bits you know but then that adds up to like the four seconds at the end of the lap imagine they're, they're taking four seconds out of me a lap you know so yeah. it's little things though if I just hold that front a little bit longer open up the corner a little bit more just power down to the and just driving the jumps a little bit more it's just little things so and that just comes again with more strength and being within these guys I'm watching him it's like oh that's how they're doing that right and then like I was following, following Seward during qualifying I was like god he's hitting that really hard so again I'm learning that how to do that instead of just riding up the jumps they're proper attacking it so it's just the little things but it's not we haven't got far to go but it's also just piecing it all together throughout the race for the 30 minutes as well so do you notice a difference when you do GPs and then you go back to the British yeah, it's, it's, this is, well, it's top of the top, isn't it? And then when I go back to the British, it's no disrespect, they're, they're doing okay, but it's, it feels like a little club event for me, which is good because no pressure, and I ride better when you've got no pressure. I think everyone does. Yeah. So coming to do these events where I'm a little bit stiff, you know, and, like, I am, it's, well, it's, these are people I've grown up and watching, you know, I've been watching the Febras and all that lot since I was young and it's like now I'm racing them so it's always going to have that nerves in me but again being in that atmosphere the more comfortable I'll be uh, but then when I come back to the British it's literally like I see it there. I want to be closer to like the Comrades and the Gilberts now and I really feel like that's going to happen with riding with these guys yeah I um, you know it is again you know talking for myself it's always good to see British riders at an event obviously there wasn't the crowd wasn't as big as what we usually have here yeah. with a clash of um, you know events and stuff like that. But did you feel the English? Yeah, they're still cheering me on, they're right? Still cheering and, you on. Uh, 
it was, it was good because I've, I've got a goal, don't want to get lapped, yeah, and which I've done. I've been fine all weekend and I just got a bit tired in that last race and I could see Tim coming. I was like, I can't get lapped. So I went for another, but I was the very last person around the track. But yet again, I could still hear them with the air horns. So I was the last person, but no, fair play to the people who stuck out. Um, who came to support me this weekend and the other Brits, you know, I think we've it's still been an amazing GP, I think, with some good racing. No, that's good. And um, next year? Is it too soon to talk about next year? Uh, Are you well, doing the same thing? Yeah, or? Well, it's, 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 it's not much about, you know, so it's just I've got a great thing going with Chambers, you know, so Tim supplies me with everything. Um, always up, open for convo, but Tim will never hold me back from a better deal or anything like that, but honestly, with what I've got going with Tim Chambers is just brilliant so um, he allows me to come and do these GPs like I've done Italy last week done Italy early on in the year Germany there's not many teams that would help me with that um, and also the private sponsors as well so um, the little thing I've got going here I'm really comfortable with so um, and so yeah we're going along with that really so that's cool well um good luck for her uh, well i can't say rest of the season because we're done mate but uh, uh yeah yeah british is done gps are done so it's a case of r and r and then get ready for next year going on holiday gonna get fat and then i'll be back and then uh yeah we're back to work welcome to the fat club yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice to chat to you tom thank you cheers mate.